The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's Fantasy Sports Today here on SportsGrid, SportsGrid.com. Craig Mitch, David Smaddock, two hours fantasy sports talk. We've got the NBA draft tomorrow night. We've got the Major League Baseball trade deadline coming up on Friday, and we're going to help you out here and get you ahead of the game, get you ahead of the market, definitely for tomorrow night as well. And Davis, of course, we have plenty of baseball to get to here on the show. We've got some NFL training camps across the league, and Aaron Rodgers is back, so that's certainly exciting. And it looks like uh, Deshaun Watson may end up playing this full season with the Houston Texans. So we got our Raz Bowl going on. I made some good picks. I feel like I made a couple of rash decisions there. Just wanted to get the pick over with. So looking forward to getting into that today with you. Yeah, I am um, excited to talk about our Raz Bowl teams. I'm excited about all the things going on with training camp. You know, the the fire hose has been turned on. I've been Getting all the reports I can find about McCole Hardman, probably no player I want to succeed more in 2021 than Nothing better than hearing about who's first to practice, who's last to leave. Just saw a tweet from a Philadelphia Eagles beat writer about Jalen Hurts and Devonta Smith staying after practice to keep working on their chemistry and their timing. So we are we are here. The fire hose has been turned on. I saw you before the show. You got 18 cell phones. You know, you're trying to track down all of the the MLB trade deadline negotiations. We have the Olympics. I mean, just you know, how there's so much going on right now. How could you how could you even pay attention? Yeah, it's really hard. The, the next couple of days for me hosting this show are especially hard because I'm checking my my phone a lot. And, and I know that this is coming. It comes from me every year. And also it happens in the winter as well. The winter meetings are in Nashville. But what happens with me, Davis, in doing this for a number of years, first of all, number one, you focus on on doing the show. Like I, I think that that's the most important thing. And I try to get make sure that I do a good job on the show. But the second part of this is knowing that 5 o'clock Eastern on Friday, it's over. It's done. There is no more. There can be no more trades, by the way. There is no waiver trade deadline in baseball this year. So I know that once that moment hits, and then there'll be some trades trickling in, I can completely focus in on fantasy football for the rest of the season. So just bear with me for the next couple days. We'll get through it together. Here are our headlines here on the show as we begin on the 28th of July, 2021. Steven Strasburg has pitched a total of 27 innings after signing a $300 million contract with the Washington Nationals. That is true. Christian Yelich going to be out a couple of weeks after testing positive for COVID. You just heard Chris's update with Lamar Jackson. There's a couple of back-to-back MVPs in the Major League Baseball and the NFL going to be out. Kendall Graveman gets traded from Seattle to Houston. Joe Smith goes to Seattle, and uh, Abraham Toro hit a home run for them in his first game last night. There's also another baseball trade I'll get to here in a second. Uh, Deshaun Watson, no restrictions at Texans camp. I'm still not buying all of this, I guess. I really have to ask more questions on this. And the NBA play-in tournament is going to be back in 2022. They had a lot of success with this, so I don't see any reason why they shouldn't bring it back. But we'll touch more on this coming up with fantasy or reality. But uh, look, Deshaun Watson in our Raz Bowl, Davis, it feels to me, maybe that the, maybe the people are smart, I don't know. but And he may have been taken in the last 
uh, like six hours or something like that. Maybe somebody just was sitting on the clock and they ended up taking him. But I still feel like people have reservations with what this season may hold for him. And clearly, if he does play with Houston, the Texans are really bad. That has to be baked into the ADP price. And then secondly, I still think there is some worry about even with the report saying that he's going to play, how do you mitigate that sort of risk when you're taking him to make best ball? I mean, for me in this format, so this specific format in the Raz Bowl, I am not taking him. I have one team. I'm not doing 150 teams. It's not a million dollars to first place. I will not be taking Deshaun Watson. Someone else will be taking Deshaun Watson. I, I think that, you know, in terms of like pure dart throws, I think someone like Taysom Hill is a better dart throw because Taysom Hill is going to mm-hmm. be active and he's going to be playing. The the thing that I think uh, is being missed in mainstream reporting right now of, oh, Deshaun Watson, he's at camp. He's throwing passes. I, I just saw a report. So funny. I uh, just saw a report that Deshaun Watson is filling in as a stand-in at strong safety on defense right now just because who cares, right? Who cares about the Houston Texans? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter at all. But he doesn't want to play for the Texans. The Texans don't want him to play for them. That 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 relationship is over, um, and and that has been made clear by Watson. That has been made clear by his representation, and also that's been made clear by the owner of the team that that relationship is beyond repair. The reason why Deshaun Watson is at practice right now is so that he will be paid. He does not want to let the Texans off of the hook of paying his contract. So he's going to show up. He's going to be there. But come week one of the 2021 NFL season, my money is on. Tyrod Taylor or Davis Mills being the starting quarterback for the Houston Texans. Yeah, but, but that is not good enough, Davis. You didn't give us the team that Watson is going to. You gave us the one money side. We need the other side, man. Come on. That, that's what we all have to I, try I, to figure I, out here. I don't think he plays. I just think I think that oh, with no. all of the criminal allegations against him and with the relationship of the Texans and reportedly what the Texans are being at, they're asking for three first round picks. I don't see an NFL team willing to give up three first-round picks right now for a guy with an uncertain legal status. So I just I think in 2021 he doesn't play. Yeah, it, it's it's really probably the biggest question going into the fantasy season right now for sure. But we'll get back to football in our second hour of the program. We touch on it every day, usually between 1 p.m. and 2 p.m. Eastern. And once the preseason starts, that will really dominate all two hours of this show. But we are hanging on to baseball through the trade deadline. We're also going to talk about the NBA draft, which is coming up tomorrow night. We'll hear from Cade Cunningham coming up next. Stay on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back. We're going to get into the NBA draft here. Uh, also, one quick note, and again, uh, baseball trades are going to be happening today and tomorrow and through Friday. 
the um, MLB.com reporting that Michael Givens, the reliever for the Rockies, goes to the Reds. This is not a move that really matters in fantasy, but it is interesting to see the Reds being buyers, which you almost never see. But they're right in this thing in the in the National League with Yelich out. Maybe they think, think they have a chance to win the division. So let's keep an eye on the Reds and see what they do during the trade deadline. We'll get into that uh, coming up in about 10 minutes from now. Now, let's get back to the NBA draft. It is tomorrow night. Many people expect Cade Cunningham to be the first overall pick from Oklahoma State tomorrow night, which it would be a huge upset if he was not. Let's take a look at these odds, which are basically not bettable. Six foot seven uh, point guard, 19 years old. We've been talking about him now for a few months. 20 points a game last year at Oklahoma State, six rebounds, three assists, 1.6 steal per game. If you want to bet him to be the number one overall pick on FanDuel, you should not be watching this show because you don't understand. Now, number two, he is 29 to one. And number three, he is 60 to one. And so certainly you could throw a huge dart at number two. Maybe, maybe a miracle happens tomorrow night. There isn't anybody that's predicting him to go anywhere outside of number one. And he spoke about some of the opportunities, including wanting to be the first overall pick. You know, I wanted to meet with the team that had the number one pick because I feel like I'm the number one pick. So uh, I met with Detroit. They're the ones that have the pick. If the Rockets go get the number one pick, then, you know, maybe I'll meet with them if, if there's enough time. But, um, you know, that's just the that's the way that we went into it. I felt like I prepared myself to be in this position. So, you know, I. I'm going I'm to stick with it, and, you know, I'm happy to see where I go. Davis, you know, maybe I'll host this show if there's if I have enough time, you know. I mean, what else are you doing, Gabe Cunningham? Like, you got, like, two teams that are interested in you potentially and maybe a trade uh, a team trading up. But, I mean, he's convinced he's going number one overall to Detroit. Uh, let, let, Davis, let's, let's get into Cunningham here for a minute. Can you make any case where he doesn't go to – uh, Detroit and doesn't get picked number one overall. And then Brett, I'll ask you the same question. No, he's being, he's being picked first overall. No, it might not be by Detroit. We talked about it on the show in fantasy or reality yesterday. Certainly it seems that teams are offering for it. Now I don't believe the Oklahoma city trade that was floated out. That one sounded like fiction to me, but, and, and it's particularly when you look at some of the other guys up here who we're going to talk about, like Evan Mobley, I do feel like Cade Cunningham, like at least the ideal version of Cade Cunningham does fit the NBA perfectly right now. He can play point guard. He can play off the ball. He could even, I think, handle himself defensively on the wing. I do. I mentioned yesterday I get small Wiggins vibes from him where he does kind of just seem to chill a little bit on offense considering his prodigious physical gifts. But I, I, you know, I, I'm not going to trash Cade before he gets in the NBA or anything like that, but he is going number one overall. All right, Brett. So, uh, look, I, I think it's been established that he's the number one overall pick, and you working in the NBA for several years, you've seen number one picks in the past. I guess if we have no odds, let, let's talk about, like, number one picks of the last few years. Oklahoma being good, West Virginia being good. It was Baylor, the national champs were in this conference. So it was a tough conference, Craig. He was battle-tested. Um, Davis mentioned, you know, you get worried because he's not always engaged when he's off the ball. But, uh, I, you know, I think sometimes you need to get him some rest while he's on the court, to be honest. Like, maybe it's by design. So uh, I'm not worried about it. I, I'm excited uh, in terms of, like, ranking him against number one picks. I'm going to take the guys that have played in the NBA first. But, um, I, you know, all the potential in the world. And Jalen Green, uh, you know, is a guy that we're going to talk about here in a minute who, again, high-level prospect, similar size, similar build, probably a better athlete, but maybe doesn't shoot it as well or something. So, uh, we, you know, we've got some really elite prospects here at the top. All right, well, we'll see if we have another one here. Davis's favorite, the big men, seven-footer uh, Evan Mobley, 20 years old from USC. Last year, 16.4 points per game, eight rebounds per game, closing in on nine, two and a half assists, almost three blocks per game. One of the best big men in the country for sure. Not going to go number one overall, but and it looks like anything else, Davis, is in play here because you can bet $100 to only win 290 on the number two overall pick. Uh, number three is where it seems like uh, FanDuel feels like he's going to go because they've set the line at minus 250. And then you can even get some 
Nice return on a $100 bet for the fourth overall pick. So uh, can we build anything here, to, uh, Davis, to get him to number two or number four? So I think the problem with him going number two is the team that has the number two pick, and it is the Houston Rockets. Probably no team cares less about the center position than the Houston Rockets. They have just, they, I mean, they didn't even want Clint Capella, who's a really good center. They, they like have moved on into a post center world down there in Houston. And honestly, that's why I have a problem with the Cleveland Cavaliers taking him at three. It feels like, you know, almost definitely like that is what's going to happen. They are going to take him there. And I guess what I find odd about that is they already have Jared Allen on the roster, mm-hmm. who is, I mean, you know, Jared Allen is not an all NBA player, but he's a good defensive and offensive center. Can't shoot, but definitely is, is has a soft touch around the rim. Like, it, and, and it is, honestly, it's sad for guys like Evan Mobley. You know, it's sad for these amazing college centers who do everything for their teams and they're great on defense and they can shoot a little bit and they're dunking and they're playing this great defense. And then they get in the NBA lottery and people like me, are like, well, I wouldn't take that guy because, well, you know, X, Y, and Z. He can't impact the game in the playoffs. And it's like, I feel bad for him, but he's going to go to the Cavs and we're probably going to forget about him and we're probably going to be making fun of him like we do Andre Drummond in five years. Yeah, feel, feels uh, similar to that. So, uh, Brett, I, I'm sure that you feel a little bit better than Davis about uh, Mobley. What can you tell us about his possibility tomorrow? Yeah, Mobley's a really good player, Craig. Uh, my hope for him is that he goes number four. I think it's a better situation for Cleveland to take Jalen Suggs. He immediately becomes uh, a rotation player in Cleveland. Uh, they need guard help. They're not sure what they have in Darius Garland. Colin Sexton's been good, but he's rumored to be in trades this offseason. So my hope is for Evan Mobley he goes number four. Uh, then he's not stuck behind, uh, theoretically, Kevin Love, Larry Nance, and uh, Jared Allen, who was uh, – technically, he's a restricted free agent this offseason, so he could leave, but I don't think Cleveland's just letting him go. All right, so let's move on to Jalen Green, who everybody has as the second overall pick in, in every mock. It's Cunningham and Green, and then it gets maybe dicey. Uh, Green, uh, 17.8 points per game in the G League, four rebounds per game, two assists per game. A steal. If he goes number one overall somehow, you get 14 to one. No value on number two. And Davis, number three, uh, he is plus 250. Yeah, I think the combinations to get him out of the number two overall pick would be the Houston Rockets deciding that they preferred Jalen Suggs to Jalen Green, which I get why that would be a little bit confusing because they're both named Jalen. But I I am just rooting for Jalen Green because I want more guys to do this. Jalen Green didn't play in college. He had some good offers, but he said, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to get the bag. He made half a million dollars to play one season in the G League. I, I want more guys to do that. So I'm rooting for Jalen Green to go at two, and I'm rooting for him to be really good. All right, we'll see what happens tomorrow night. We'll have it covered for you right here on Fantasy Sports Today. By the way, those of you who are listening to us on Sirius XM, this is Craig Mish along with Davis Maddock. We will get back to football full circle in just a couple of minutes. Sorry to preempt their show, but you have us here talking about the Major League Baseball trade deadline coming up next. Craig and Davis back with you here on Fantasy Sports Today right here on SportsGrid.com. So stay with us on the grid. We'll take a quick break and be right back. Don't go away. sportsgrid.com betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real-time odds predictive betting models expert picks and more want the edge then get on the grid sportsgrid.com ah the sweet sound of sports you love from sling the collide of football pads the squeak of shoes on a basketball court The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh. 
<laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. E.J. Dillon, I know he's got big quads or whatever. But Saquon's here has something to say about it. And they put this workout out. Is this just how he looks every day? Is he walking around looking like this? The Sports Grid Network. Welcome back to Sports Grid. This is for today. Thanks to those of you watching and listening to us as well. The Major League Baseball trade deadline is coming on Friday. For those of you who missed our show yesterday, just check us out on demand on video on our YouTube channel. You can hear Davis and I going through the Major League Baseball trade deadline. We talked about several players that may or may not be traded. We gave our opinions. I threw some facts out there as well. And we're going to do the same thing on the show today as we come to really a pivotal moment in the fantasy baseball season as well. The trade deadline for fantasy is coming up in a couple of weeks. So let's dive into some more players here, Davis, and I want your opinion on whether or not you think they'll be traded or not. If I have some facts, I'll throw those in as well. Let's start off with the Minnesota Twins. They've already traded Nelson Cruz, so he is no longer a part of the organization. And in a couple of years, they're going to have to make a decision on Jose Barrios, but maybe Davis, they make that decision now because there are not a lot of good starting pitchers on this market right now. I think the offseason will provide some. Gossman will be a free agent and some others. But look at his numbers this year 126 strikeouts, really solid ERA in the American League, 3.48 earn run average, which which obviously is pretty good. Maybe you'd want that a little lower for uh, you know, especially the first April and May, Davis, when all the pitchers' ERAs were like a buck seventy because of the sticky stuff. But a one point oh four WHIP, he doesn't put guys on base. Twins are dangling him for sure. The question is, do they reset this this winter or some other time, or does he get traded before Friday at five p.m.? Jose Barrios traded or not traded? You know, I kind of feel like Barrios is a little bit of a domino guy where if we see the arms race for starting pitching start to heat up, if Max Scherzer does in fact get traded, you know, if we see if we see the Reds add an arm, if we see the Dodgers add an arm, if we see the Mets add an arm, you know, so on and so forth. I, I feel like Barrios is a guy who then becomes, oh, well, we got to get someone. We're, we're competing for a championship. We got to get someone. I'm the Boston Red Sox. And the White Sox just added Max Scherzer. I mean, that would be such a weird trade to see Scherzer pitching for the White Sox. But I feel like it kind of becomes like an arms race style thing. But because I said yesterday, I think Scherzer gets traded. And I do think that there are so many teams that look competitive right now uh, with the second wild card. But also the, the Giants are kind of throwing a wrench in things where... Do you think that MLB teams think any one team is unbeatable? Because I think no. I, I think it seems like it's kind of a level playing field at the top right now. So I think a lot of teams could talk themselves into being one arm away, one bat away. And so I, I would anticipate that Barrios does get traded kind of as a domino effect. Yeah, I agree. I think he gets traded too. I, I think that the way we view it is that, Davis, if the Dodgers add a couple of more things, they go, they get right back to where they were pre-Bauer, pre-Bauer uh, issue, pre-Seeger injury, pre-Bellinger being hurt. And, and they just don't seem to be afraid of anybody at this point. And I know Kershaw's been down as well. But if L and Betts is down too. But if the Dodgers add a couple of things and they somehow can get out of that one-game wild card, I, the Dodgers, Davis, on FanDuel, will be favored in a series against the Giants, even with the Giants winning the division. We know this to be fact. So uh, right now we got a Giants-Padres wildcard matchup, and the winner, I believe, would play uh, uh, San Francisco because they have the best record in the National League. So anyway, long story short, Barrios, yes, traded, I think so, for sure. 
Uh, good chance of that happening, especially. But I don't think they're going to trade Buxton and Barrios, by the way. That would be unloading way too much. They cannot trade Donaldson. He makes too much money. Speaking of too much money, how about that contract that your old buddy in Kansas City got for San Diego and Eric Hosmer? Are they regretting that now? Probably. He's hitting 266, just eight home runs, 48 runs driven in, five stolen bases. Davis Hosmer, who was a big part of what the Royals did, is a World Series champ, played here in South Florida, really well-liked veteran is going to go down as one of the better first basemen over the last decade. But what else is he going to be known for? One guy who just didn't ever launch the ball, right? Like, this is just never going to change with Eric Hosmer. He's always going to be an unbelievable defender, okay hitter. But his contract seems immovable. And I, we've heard the rumors about the Padres trading a prospect with him to get rid of him. I don't see this, Davis. I'm going to say fantasy. And I think having Hosmer on a team that's going for the World Series, even if you don't play him, just reevaluate this winner. I say he stays. I don't think that he's traded. I don't think the Padres can attach a prospect and trade him way too much money. No, Hosmer is not going anywhere. And, you know, I mean, the the answer for the Padres organization is to bring in um, a right-handed first baseman, which is uh, if you want to rank the things that are easiest to get, during a trade deadline thing, a right-handed power-hitting first baseman, about the easiest thing you're going to, you know, uh, middle relief and power right-handed mm-hmm. first baseman are about the easiest things to acquire at the deadline. And then Hosmer will never have to face a lefty. So anytime they're up against a lefty, he'll be on the bench. He will be, you know, in a, in a he'll be on the that side of the platoon. And they can start batting him eighth because they also, remember, they added, um, they added uh, Adam Frazier, who, mm-hmm. who I you know can play in the middle infield, who can play in the outfield. They can start giving him plate appearances over uh, uh, who? Am I? Oh, Jerks and Profar. I just completely just completely mm-hmm. forgot his name. And then Hosmer can bat eighth. And and you know what? Hosmer's not going to complain about batting eighth. That dude has been. Mm-hmm. He has never complained about any situation the team put him in. He knows he's making a lot of money. Like it's not going to be a guy who's grumbling about. His, his batting order spot. And you're right, he'll play good defense. At least he doesn't strike out. You know, he, he has not figured the launch angle thing out, but at least he is not striking out 25% of the time while not launching the ball. So they're not going to trade him. But uh, yeah, it has just really not worked out for him. No, and maybe in the offseason, there's something they can explore with a team, uh, you know, that needing to get better. And then you attach the prospect, eat some of the money. Those things happen at the deadline, though, not as much. So I think that he stays. All right. The Diamondbacks, Davis, are the worst team in baseball this year. Nothing went right for them. Zach Allen got hurt, has not looked good since he came back. Of course, Madison Bumgarner had that, that no hitter and nothing else. Their offense has been in shambles. It was a team that was supposed to win 75 games. I don't know that they're going to win 65 games this season. And their best player, Cattell Marte, Davis, has been hurt twice. He's coming back next week. His batting average is amazing, 370. He crushed the ball when he was healthy. Four home runs, 21 runs driven in, and a stolen base. It's been hamstring issues that have kept him off the field. And Davis uh, Marte, uh, Cattell Marte, very, very important for his legs because he can run. I mean, this is a big part of his game. Can play center field, can play second base, and he's locked up at a really reasonable rate over the next three years. So, Cattell Marte, traded or not traded this week? I feel like this is like the most common sense one of any guy we've talked about today or yesterday that he needs to be traded. There's no reason for him to be playing for the Diamondbacks, and he fits with literally every team in contention. Can play second base, can play shortstop, can play center field, plays all of those positions well. He's a switch hitter, so you don't have to worry about, oh, you know, I got to platoon him with this guy, I got to platoon him with that guy. Um, You know, the Red Sox need a second baseman. The White Sox could use another outfielder. The Astros just traded away Abraham Toro, so they could use another kind of bench, speedy-type bat. What a weird trade for Abraham Toro to be traded. Um, and, and I think National League teams are would be a good fit for him as well. Uh, the Brewers could use him. The Giants could definitely use him. I, I'm very curious to see how much the Giants decide to be buyers of the deadline or if they just say, if it ain't broke, don't fix it, and they keep running with their lineup that has gotten them this far. But I do feel as if Cattell Marte uh, seems very likely to be traded and not for a very big package either. All right. Uh, getting very interesting on my end here for sure. Okay. Uh, Cattell Marte. Let's get, let's get to him. Sorry about that. Uh, not going to be traded. Asking for too much, Davis. Uh, this is a player that has a really good contract over the next few years. The Diamondbacks are going to try and build around him. 
There's no reason to deal him. There's reasons to deal Escobar. There uh, is a definite reason to deal Peralta if they can. But you have a young player that can play multiple positions and is under contract for three years making no money. Please, Diamondbacks are like, unless you give us the world, we're keeping this guy. So Cattell Marte stays. Uh, Okay, let's move over to Brian Reynolds of the Pittsburgh Pirates, who is, I would say, Davis, in an extremely similar situation than Marte. And Reynolds, after a really rough 2020, has been, let me say it, one of the best players in all of Major League Baseball this year per war. Defense, offense, he's been fantastic. 311 batting average, 18 home runs, 57 runs driven in, three stolen bases. Davis, he started in center field for the National League in the All-Star game, and they just dealt Frazier. I am going to say Reynolds is staying. I think the Pirates fans would blow a gasket if they decided to go this far down. I mean, we're talking 40 win down next year. If they trade Brian Reynolds, I got him staying in Pittsburgh. I can't see it. Well, it depends on what they get for him, right? Like if they get like a top 15, you know, style prospect, if they get a really, you know, a pitcher who throws 100 miles an hour, they get some money. Like, I don't know, like how much do Pittsburgh Pirates fans even really care? What is the difference between uh, losing 100 games and losing 120 games? Like materially, it's not really that different it's not like anyone is going into 2022 being like you know what it's going to be the pittsburgh pirates year so i feel like if they get a good package i mean what's the point if i if i was running the pittsburgh pirates front office i would be selling anything that was not tied down anyone any good player who's never going to be great for me already at the major league level i would be ready to ship those guys out so if i got a good package if i got you know three young pitching prospects and like half of uh like or, or even like $2 million in cash with that, I'd be like, all right, send it over. Let's get it done. Uh, but uh, you're, you're probably right. Like the optics of just trading away literally their only good remaining player, probably the optics are too much. Yep, agree. All right, let's take a quick break here on Fantasy Sports Today. When we come back, it is the afternoon Major League Baseball schedule. We got the Cardinals and Indians to preview, as well as the Astros and Mariners. And then we will dive fully into fantasy football coming up. In about 25 minutes from now, you're watching Fantasy Sports Today on Sports Grid. Craig Mish, Davis Maddock, make sure you stay with us throughout the day until 2 o'clock Eastern for the very latest on the NBA Draft, the Major League Baseball trade deadline, and helping you win your fantasy football league in 2021. We'll be back in just two minutes, so stay on the grid. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to Fantasy Sports. 
today here on Sports Grid. Craig Mish along with Davis Maddock as we dive into the afternoon baseball schedule. And Davis going to be a really exciting day for a lot of teams. Closing in on the deadline, of course, there are two more days. So Thursday afternoon's ball games will also be compelling. But uh, for the Cleveland Indians and St. Louis Cardinals, Davis, what an awkward place to be in right now, right? Like feeling 500, feeling like they're five wins away from a run and five wins away from being out i think that that's probably the way i would describe both teams and and look at this line today too what does this tell you 108 on the money line for both teams today uh look cleveland is probably the better team st louis is underachieved somewhat this season zach plesak will start for the cleveland soon-to-be guardians and for st louis it'll be kwang young kim the total is nine who do you like here I think that I probably want to take the Cardinals side here. I think KH Kim is a slightly better player. You know, that uh, that definitely plays into it. And then, you know, there is the added DH for the St. Louis Cardinals, which I actually think helps them quite a bit. So, you know, we've been we've made a lot of jokes about Matt Carpenter, but Matt Carpenter is certainly a better hitter than uh, than most pitchers. So they get to they get to add that slight little advantage. Zach Plesak, also just a pitcher that I am not a huge fan of, um, just, you know, really does not have the high end stuff this year. He has a 15 percent K rate with a 5% walk rate, just really has not been able to get guys out, has a 4.8 fielding independent pitching. Not, not, uh, and, and I guess on the same hand, uh, you know, it's not like KH Kim is blowing the ball by guys anyway, but he still has a, a 19% K rate. He doesn't walk anyone. He's gotten great results this season, only a 6% home run to fly ball rate, which has kept his ERA much lower than his ERA indicators. I'm going to tank St. Louis here, but I don't feel very strongly. I mean, these are two teams that are really just playing out the string at this point. All right, let's move on and go to the exciting series between Houston and uh, Houston and Seattle. Houston is minus 120 on the money line. Seattle is plus 102. The total is eight and a half, and Seattle is giving Houston all they can handle, Davis, in this series for sure. Jay Godorizzi will start for the Astros and for Seattle. It is UC Kikuchi who makes the start for them. And I got to tell you, I really, really have enjoyed the way Seattle has kind of come back into this uh, this season. They made a trade yesterday that a lot of people don't think that's really going to help them. But who knows? Abraham Toro hit a home run in his first uh, appearance with Seattle. So maybe it does. Afternoon game. I'll definitely be checking this one out at 340 Eastern. What do you think this afternoon? Do you think that Houston takes care of business? Do you think it's Seattle? Or do you want to wait here another 30 minutes for the lineups? That may be more of an indication. Yeah, I mean, who knows? Uh, maybe there'll be another Houston Astros, Seattle Mariners trade. Maybe he's a guy who'll go switch locker rooms again before this uh, this game gets started. So Kikuchi is, I find him to be such a fascinating pitcher because he, he does not throw gas, right? This guy's like a, like a 92-mile-an-hour fastball, but he's got his K rate up to the highest of his career, 26%. He's not walking anyone, 8% walk rate. His ERA, 3.9 for a guy who does not throw fast, especially as a lefty in the American League. Pretty impressive. On the other side, Jacob Arizzi is having a real tough time since he has come back from injury. Um, you know, been giving up a ton of home runs. Hasn't been able to find the strikeout stuff that he had in 2019 with Minnesota. Really, we haven't seen a good Jake Odorizzi season since 2019. I, 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 and he's a guy I've always kind of liked. Like I have him on some of my season long fantasy baseball teams, but you know, I, I feel like the value here is probably on the Mariners since they have the better starting pitcher here. Now, of course, betting against the Astros anytime it's like, it's so great. I'm, I'm betting against the Astros. They have the best offense in baseball, hitting all these home runs, scoring all these runs, but you know, they are, they are shifting things in their lineup right now. They have a couple guys who are out injured, uh, they're they're playing a Ledmus Diaz at third base now instead of Abraham Toro due to that trade. So I, I maybe the lineups would be instructive for this, but I feel like right now before we know that I do like the I like the Seattle side, and I also think the over is kind of interesting here. All right, and let's close it out with a really good afternoon ball game between two teams that could be headed to the postseason. We've got the Padres taking on the Oakland Athletics for the first time. In a while, uh, Davis, Blake Snell looked really good his uh, his last time out. I know he looked great in the postseason last year, but that has definitely not translated over to the regular season this year. Sean Manaya starts for the A's. A's need to win every game uh, down the stretch for sure. 
Padres minus 138 on the money line, and Oakland is plus 118. Uh, Manaya versus Snell today, and when looking at it, I see a total of eight over on FanDuel. So what do you like in this one? Yeah, well, I definitely don't want to bet against the Padres. Just feels like that has been, uh, just feels like that has not been a good time this season. I mean, their lineup so strong. They're uh, replacing some of their worst plate appearances with Adam Frazier. They have Tatis playing well. They have Machado playing well. Jake Cronenworth, by the way, going to be a guy when we sit down to do fantasy drafts next season, we're going to be like, where did this guy come from? You know, last season or or this draft season, we're like, where's this guy going to find plate appearances? He squeezed left, right, and center. He already has 429 plate appearances, 13 home runs, four stolen bases, a 353 weighted on base average. He's been one of the Padres' best players. He's crushed it. Granted, Hosmer not necessarily crushing it. Tommy Pham having an all right season. Trent Gershom having an all right season. But I say all that. I'm going to actually take Manaya here because I think the market is actually not recognizing that this is like a real breakout season from. Sean Manaya, he's up to a 27% K rate, has never walked anyone. That was kind of how he got his results in the past, was he never walked anyone. But now he's striking guys out and not walking anyone. He solved some of his home run problems. I, I am big on Sean Manaya. I think he looks like a really good starting pitcher for the Oakland A's. And I feel like the Padres are a little overvalued here, especially considering how wide the range of outcomes has been for Blake Snell start to start. So I am taking the Oakland A's here plus 138. Yeah, and look, Oakland at this point, I mean, you could make the case that if these two teams played a seven-game series, there is a chance that Oakland would probably have a chance to win. I mean, the A's are really formidable. They have the pitching. The Padres have not looked all that good, even with the trade of Frazier. We'll see what they end up doing down the stretch. That's our look at the baseball odds over on FanDuel for this afternoon. Certainly it'll be an interesting day, interesting night. And uh, as we get closer to the trade deadline, we'll be talking a lot more about what these teams will look like. No doubt about that. Uh, All right. So Davis, um, your fantasy uh, baseball teams basically are also coming down to the stretch. I know that you are playing in one of the high stakes tournaments this year. Where do you stand as far as that is concerned? And uh, you know, what level will you really even be paying attention after the end of this week? Is it, is it something that you're going to be able to manage the rest of the way? I mean, I am definitely still going to want to be paying attention because our our team that we have in the NFBC main event, it needs some tender, some tender love and care. Uh, we are sixth in our league but we are second in our league in hitting points. We have gen- we have um, you know really generated a very strong hitting lineup. Uh, we hit on tons of our picks. We got Buster Posey, one of the breakout guys of the year. We were able to pick up Eric Hasse off the waiver wire. He has been, I, I mean, talk about a freaking godsend in fantasy baseball. Eric Hasse gotten a good season out of Joey Votto, gotten above average results from Michael Brantley, Austin Meadows, Now, Trey Turner did just test positive for COVID, so we're going to have to replace him. Uh, Chris Taylor, I mean, Chris Taylor has been a top 10 earner in rotisserie baseball this year. I think we drafted him in the 15th round. But, Craig, we absolutely cannot buy a win. I mean, when I tell you that our pitching staff is brutal, like, you would not even believe we cannot get a win. It's like every time one of our guys is set up to get a win – they end up finding a hilarious way to lose it. I mean, th- th- our, our, this is uh, our, our starting pitching group right now. Jose Barrios, who can't get a win. Joe Musgrove, started the year off strong, can't get a win. Zach Gallen, third-round pick, been injured and bad. Johnny Cueto has been like our best starting pitcher. We picked him up off the waivers after he got injured. Ross Tripling, the least said about him, the better. Uh, I think the last time he started, he didn't even make it out of the first inning. And then we've gotten... Good results from our closers. We got uh, Kenley Jansen and Craig Kimbrell. But right now, we're actually benching those guys because we're good on saves. We're second in the league in saves. But we need wins, and we need strikeouts. So we are having to bench our closers for guys like Cole Irvin and Merrill Kelly because we just need need the raw volume numbers. So it's just – I mean, we just cannot find a starting pitcher. It, It is so brutal. Because this is not like, you know, quarterback in fantasy football. You can't just go stream a guy. There just is no one out there for us. 
Yeah, and, and look, I, I think that's always the dynamic of moving up in standings. And that's kind of what I like when you have a chance to finish in a money spot that you can actually in, incorporate and employ a strategy, Davis, where you bench closers. Like I'm playing over in the League of Alternative Baseball Reality. I don't think that I'm going to win because I'm eight points out of first place. I'm in third. And I have closers like Richard Rodriguez on Pittsburgh and Yimmy Garcia on Miami, Lou Trevino on Oakland. And and you know what, Davis? Uh, I, I benched all three, man. I, I was like, I'm just falling so far behind in strikeouts. I only think I can make up one point in saves. And even though there's no money involved in this one, I, I thought about it and said, you know what? At the end of the season, if I finish second, I'm not going to win if I don't get saves. But if I finish second, I'll still feel a little bit better about myself in this. But what I like is a strategy where they do reward you with clearly with money in the first top 10, where you can get yourself in a position like that. It reminds me a little bit, Davis, of the super contest in Las Vegas, where you bet five teams against the spread each week and you get down to a position where it's like, you know, you may be chalky. But if you go opposite and contrarian, it's like DFS. You have a chance to jump in in the end and at least cash. And so I understand that strategy in baseball as well, in fantasy baseball as well. Yeah, and I mean, that is exactly where we are at, right? These leagues are, are not cheap. I, our, you know, our entry fee was 1700 bucks. So we are, we are like, we would, we're not going to win our league. Uh, so we know, we know that. We actually, for a while, had the number one overall person in the NFBC in our 12-team league. So we, we were realized, you know, Alberto Mondesi gets injured. Our third-round pick, Zach Gallen, gets injured and is not any good. Like, we realized that we weren't going to win the league. We didn't pick up Adelise Garcia for a buck. You know, we made a lot of uh, a lot of mistakes along the way, which is, you know, that happens in fantasy baseball. But look, we would love to get third place in our league because that means that you earn a little bit of prize money. That means all the time that you poured into it is going to, you know, end up being worthwhile. So we are sitting there trying to game it out, trying to find every starting pitcher with a good, you know, two-start week or whatever because we just need – it would be amazing if we got some wins and we're even running bad. Like, you know, right now the average closer who has got more than 10 saves has two and a half wins, but Kimbrell and Jansen just have gotten unlucky with score distributions and have one win between the two of them. Like I just, I, you can't even, you cannot even make up the bad luck that this fantasy baseball team is having. And we, we just, we would love to get third. All right, we got to take a break here on Fantasy Sports today as we take a quick time out here on the show. Um, I'm going to tell you that coming up next, we have a lot of fun things to get into, including a discussion on take them or leave them, where we're going to hit on some running backs today. One of them just reported to camp yesterday in Miles Gaskin of the Miami Dolphins. What a season he had last year out of nowhere. This was a guy that I thought nothing of to pick up nothing of to draft, and even during the season, couldn't believe that he could maintain and do what he did, but he did, and he's back as the starting running back of the Dolphins. We also have Chris coming up at the top of the hour with our headlines, so stay tuned for that as well. Afternoon baseball, trades, everything happening right now in fantasy as well. Maybe we'll have a live trade go on here on Sports Grid. There's a chance of that from what I see here. So stay on the grid. We'll be right back. Don't go away. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Ah, the sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. 
Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Davis, this week is the National Sports Collector Show in Chicago, Illinois. Of course, they did not have this last year, and that's you know maybe one of the reasons why everybody started getting back into their sports cards. I don't know if you noticed this, but a Patrick Mahomes card sold for over $4 million. Wow. So uh, kind of amazing there. And I know that you, know, you jumped back into the sports card hobby there for a little bit, maybe now out a little bit, which is okay. But uh, my only regret is not being able to go to the National Sports Convention show this year because I would think, and I, and I haven't been ever to that. I'm trying to think if I have. I have not. I would think that that would be a pretty cool place to go considering everybody who's anybody in the sports card industry is there. Yeah, I actually I actually really wanted to go um, back when uh, I was like back then, like four months ago when I was really obsessed with all of these collectibles and the sports card and everything. I was like, oh, it would be so amazing to go. Obviously, it's uh, for 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 my line of work and your line of work. It's like the worst time of the year. It's like I it's like I'm I'm absolutely glued to my desk chair like 13 hours a day now. So it would be a pretty inconvenient time to go on a little vacation. I did see that that Patrick Mahomes card sold and uh, actually on uh, a fractionalized collection app, I actually have a uh, like a 0.03% share of a Patrick Mahomes rookie year uh, Panini National Treasures. Uh, the, mm. the one that sold for $4 million was a one of one. The one I have is a, a uh, it's, there's 10 of them. And it's only, I think it's a BGS eight, maybe an eight and a half. But uh, definitely a really exciting card. And when that one, it's not available for trade right now. When it goes back up, I'm excited to see how much the shares trade for. Yeah, me too. Um, and, and again, it's a, it's a fun part of being involved in the hobby. And of course, shows just have gone away for over a year. And now they're back. And, and this one is a big one in Chicago. We'll check in with Josh Cohen when he comes back from Chicago to tell us all about it. All right, Chris has got the update here at the top of the hour, the latest in reality, fantasy, sports wagering, everything coming your way in just two minutes. So make sure you stay with us on the grid. Also, don't forget, you can listen to our show every day on our uh, podcast, which you can download on iTunes, Google Play, Android, anywhere, Stitcher as well. You're a podcast search for fantasy sports today. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh, yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.